thanks for joining us for Faith Meets Mental Health with our host, Kim Boswell, the Alabama Commissioner of Mental Health. If you have any questions for our host, you can always email mentalhealth at fraser.church. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Hello, and welcome to the Faith Meets Mental Health podcast. I'm really excited to be here today with our very first guest, uh, Pastor Chris Montgomery. And I'm Kim Boswell, the Commissioner of the Department of Mental Health. Uh, And we're just really excited to be having a conversation about mental health. Uh, As I've shared uh, at our recent summit, um, most people would never imagine that I would ever be the Commissioner of the Department of Mental Health if you actually knew my own mental health history. Uh, So this is a very important conversation, and I'm just so excited to be here with Pastor Chris. It was really pretty phenomenal to see uh, Pastor Chris come in at one of the most challenging times in our church with COVID and with uh, so many losses in our church. And just to see his heart for the mental health of our congregation was just really phenomenal. So glad to be here with you, Pastor Chris. Good to be here. Thank you. Sure. So we're going to have a conversation today uh, really about mental health. So our first question is, why is this conversation important to the church, this whole mental health conversation? Hmm. I think that's a really good question. Um, you know, I, and also, I think part of what we have to do as the church is own our history that uh, this has not been uh, a topic, much less an important topic in the church um, at different points in, in history. Uh, but for me, this is important, uh, especially now in the church. Um, I'll give a couple of general reasons. One is because Christians are human. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, uh, Christians are flesh and blood people, just like everybody else on the planet. Uh, If you look at the American Psychiatric Association Foundation, they define mental health as the ability to function effectively in daily activities, resulting in productivity at work and school, exercise uh, or experiencing fulfilling relationships, and developing resilience to change and adversity. Um, If we just take that definition, I would say that a Christian uh, as a Christian, that uh, the ability to function, to be productive, uh, to have fulfilling relationships, uh, and also dealing with change and adversity are really at the heart of the Christian message. You know, Jesus said, you know, I've come that you may have life and have it abundantly. And when he's talking about abundant life there, I think it includes the totality of who we are as a person, uh, including our mental health. Uh, And so I think for that kind of human flourishing that we see that God wants for humans all throughout Scripture, uh, I think the topic of mental health is important uh, because, again, we are humans. Uh, Second to that, I would say uh, that, you know, Christians experience the same things that non-Christians do in life. Um, Christians are not exempt from traumatic life experiences, uh, major transitions, uh, things such as divorce or separation, uh, and especially death. Um, And so uh, I would even go a little further and say, 
as a Christian, we're called and even awakened to God and even our own emotions at a very deep and intimate level, which means if we love more as we say we can because of God, uh, then we are going to, because we love more, we're going to feel pain more, even grief more in very unique ways. And so, uh, you know, for the church itself, yes, we're all generally, we're, we're humans, yes. Uh, we experience the same things that non-Christians experience in life with all the pain and suffering that goes along with that. Um, but what is uniquely Christian to me is that uh, our message is a message of healing and hope. Uh, and I think both of those words are really important um, you know, a lot of times in the church, we talk about the concept of healing and hope uh, as kind of these far-off future things. Uh, that, that healing and hope is what I'll experience one day when I'm in heaven, right? Right. Uh, but I, I, Jesus had something very interesting to say about that when he taught us how to pray. He, he taught us to pray on earth as in heaven. And so I think we're praying there to receive what heaven offers in our experience here on earth. And I think that applies to healing and hope uh, when it comes to even uh, and especially our mental health. Um, if you think about healing, healing throughout the scripture, I think, has to do with the whole person. Um, not just whenever I say the word healing, most of the time we think physical healing and I certainly believe that God does that, but, but also healing our minds. And even though we live in a world that likes to compartmentalize uh, our faith a lot of times, the, the, you know, we just say, well, faith is kind of a spiritual thing. Uh, if you look at, you know, the great summation of the law, to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, or your body, um, I think those are the areas, too, in which we experience healing as Christians. Uh, yeah. Right. And I really think, you know, I, I was listening to a sermon a couple of weeks ago and talking about love. And I think one of the biggest challenges I had as someone who grew up in a traumatic environment uh, where there was a lot of stress and a mm -hmm. lot of violence and other things going on is it took me a really long time to understand how much God really loved me mm -hmm. and really to trust, because trust was one of those really big issues. Uh, so it was really hard for me to start at a place where I believed what God promised. Mm -hmm. And so it took a while to get through some of those trust issues because, you know, you really have to trust somebody to believe that they love you and mm -hmm. and to understand that my heavenly father loves me in ways that i really can't even comprehend mm -hmm. uh really took some time for me to get to that place and i think a lot of times that's where you know people have to be able to process their feelings and mm -hmm. and talk to someone and get past some of those old hurts and trauma to even really be able to believe that God loves them. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. the only way that they can then love, and I think that was kind of your point and might have been last week's sermon, 
that you really can only love out of that abundance. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that's just a really important part of the conversation, really, particularly around trust that, Mm. you know, we see a lot of folks who come in and they have the head knowledge about the Bible and, and, and lots of things, but the real struggle is to let, to trust God that he is who he says he is, mm-hmm. uh, and then come to love him in a way once you understand the sacrifice he's made so that you can then love others out of that abundance. Uh, and that was a pretty big struggle for me just as someone who didn't have a lot of people, a lot of grown-ups who were trustworthy. Um, so it took a long time to really build that trust and and really believe what the Bible said, you know, and all of God's promises. Uh, and I think that's sometimes where counseling and other things can really help people move further in their spiritual journey uh, because they really have to deal with those issues. But it's absolutely true that it's very scary mm-hmm. because, you know, I spent a lot of years being completely shut down emotionally because that was really a safe place. Uh, and then once all those feelings, you start having all those feelings, it's like, man, that can be pretty scary. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to get to the other side of that, you really have to to be able to love, to be able to accept love, to accept the Heavenly Father's love. And to get to the other side of loving others, you really got to be willing to take that risk. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I think we have to give in the church, we have to give people um, permission to explore all of what's going on inside of us. I mean, because God really does care about the whole person. Um, you know, and we say those things. You know, cast your cares upon him. You know, th- th- those kind of phrases. Um, but a lot of times in our mind we think, ah, but there's some things maybe not. <laughs> you know, um, it, well, I just need to tell him I'm struggling with evangelism. You know, I, I don't need to tell him, you know, I'm struggling just with trust in general. Or I'm struggling to trust him. Right. As if he doesn't know already. Right. But <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Um, you know, we have a saying in mental health, you can't separate the body from the head mm. uh, because, you know, it is the whole person. You know, our physical health even is directly tied to our mental health. Mm-hmm. And so I think, you know, that's also important too is people really, you know, we're very focused on taking care of our physical health and eating the right foods and mm. getting exercise. We all can sort of go down the laundry list of all the things we actually know we need to do mm-hmm. in order to be physically healthy. Right. We're not quite as good at saying, here are the things I need to do to be mentally mm-hmm. in a good place uh, because we really kind of haven't educated people about their mental health and how to take care of their mental health, how that feeds into either positively or negatively their physical health and their spiritual health. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's really hard if you're feeling bad and, and physically or mentally to be where you want to be spiritually. Yeah, absolutely. Completely agree. Thanks again for listening. And don't forget, if you have any questions that you would like to be discussed on an upcoming episode, you can always email mentalhealth at fraser.church. 
Also, you can view video of our episodes on fraser.church slash videos or on youtube.com slash fraserchurch. And if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Save.